the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here is your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends. Yes, indeed, another Come Together San Diego with another remarkable broadcast. In fact, you know there's... uh, Turbulence, let's just say the word turbulence instead of the word W-A-R going on in Israel. And uh, these are people that uh, actually reside in Israel. And uh, my co-host for the entire two hours is a a lady named Gabby or Gabriela Ring. And she's part of a ministry outreach called Tree of Life Israel. And she's on the Tree of Life Israel team. But they're now in San Diego County for a season and uh, had... uh, scheduled to have them on the air to talk a little bit about before the war began to, to tell them tell us a little bit about the tree of life israel team and the ministries tied to that in israel and in uh, california and in mexico and so forth uh, but then the war happened and they just about uh, a, a week ago uh, got into san diego with stories to tell on a number of different fronts so uh, Gabby is going to be my co-host for out, throughout the entire show, and uh, her boyfriend is here with her. His name is Howard Rubinow, and uh, they are both here, so I may call on Howard periodically as well. But now that you know, uh, it's time for us to go-go. <laughs> hey, hi, how you doing, Gabby? Doing good, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank it's you. it's a pleasure. We, we've been planning this for quite a while, haven't we? And you were in Israel, and you kept uh, emailing me saying, "Not sure when I'm getting out. I'm not sure if I'm getting out." And here you are. Yes, yes. Thank God that the Israeli airline is flying, and we here we are. We yeah. could take an airplane with us. Yeah. Well, well. Why don't we start by you giving me a little bit of background for you, and uh, when it is time for. Howard to interject. I'll have him give it a little bit of background at the same at that time instead. So, Gabby, a little bit of background and the calling and the ministry uh, within which you are involved, and and then we're going to have you tell a little bit more about what's going on in Israel because many of our listening friends are glued to uh, the speaker, mm-hmm. wanting to know what's going on in Israel, and you can give some insights that perhaps other people cannot give. So, Gabby Ring, a little bit of background uh, and your calling. And then in future segments, we'll talk a little bit about Israel and the WAR going on there. Gabby, lay it on us. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Gabby. I was born in Argentina uh, to a Jewish family. Uh, We made Aliyah in 84 to Israel. My dad was a very Zionist, so we made Aliyah. Uh, I did there my studies, uh, went to the army, uh, went to the university and uh, got a PhD in biochemistry and came to the US to San Diego in 2006 um, to do my postdoctorate. Um, Wasn't a believer in Yeshua yet, 
uh, grew up a, a traditional Jew. Um, and when I came here to San Diego, it was really a very good place to be, loved it very much. And at some point in uh, 2010, um, I met a Mexican a Christian that started talking to me about Yeshua, about God, first of all, the Father. Yes. Um, started ministering to me about uh, asking me where am I going to go after I die and things like that. And uh, and after uh, <clears throat> some questions that he asked me and um, stirring inside of me of uh, not not knowing so much where I'm, where, what's going to happen after I die and no. things like that. Uh, yeah. Um, he started talking to me later on about uh, Yeshua himself and showing me prophecies from from the Tanakh about Yeshua. Yes. And uh, and then um, uh, took me also to a Messianic congregation here in San Diego, um, and I met a lot of very loving uh, people, both Jews and non-Jews, who yes. believe in Yeshua. Um, then. Um, he kind of spoke to me for three months about Yeshua. We met almost every day. And uh, at some point I realized in my head that Yeshua is the Mashiach, and the, but not in my heart. Yes. Until... Mm-hmm. Well, the, I, I'm just going to want to interject here because I want you to... We've got limited time on this first segment. I want you to talk a little bit about Tree of Life, uh, Israel, and yeah. the, the uh, you as a team member there, and the overall vision. Because, you know, radios may be a little different than just kind of a wide-open phone conversation because we we have to live by the clock, sadly. So uh, spend some time talking <laughs> yes. a little bit about the Tree of Life Israel team yes, yes. and yes. that ministry. Gabrielle. Yes. Yes. So so I joined the ministry uh, some time ago. This is a mini- an evangelical ministry in Israel. Uh, the core place is in Haifa. And the, the, the leaders are uh, Ariel and Sheila Hyde. Uh, and they just um, got put in their heart to start a ministry to reach out to the Jewish people in Israel, mainly Israelis. And this is a ministry that, that has a, um, a lot of, uh, vi- makes videos and things online. Yes. Um, and shares, people can go to this website and see and shares in Facebook, YouTube, and other, other uh, platforms like that. Uh, also out uh, out uh, street outreach and um, also a parties pro life uh, we have a hotline for uh, pregnant women uh, fathers and mothers who want to uh, to keep their ba- their babies yes and also another part is reaching the nations so i work in that area of reaching the nations uh, translating the videos working with translators so so uh, other people outside of israel can also uh, listen to the videos and uh, be encouraged so that's that's the ministry yes the... you, you know you know gabby my listening friend we're talking with gabby or gabrielle ring and uh, she's a minister from israel in san diego for a season talking a little bit about tree of life israel and uh, the ministry there but uh, one of the people that you mentioned is the son of carolyn and richard hyde and that's the guy who's the videographer carolyn and i have been friends for uh, many years, because I, in Israel, on my many uh, travels there from a ministry standpoint, uh, she and I became uh, close friends. And so she's my shofar-blowing uh, musician, singing, 
a songwriting maestro. And my my friends who hang around in Israel would know the name because he's, she's a remarkable musician. But she also has this ministry tied to what her son is doing as well. And, of course, her husband, Richard. So uh, we're, on, we're on a similar ground. In fact, I think it was Carolyn that connected us together. Yes, yes. I met her a few years ago, and uh, she's an amazing woman. Also, her and Richard, and they have a wonderful ministry, and she's an amazing worshiper. So, yeah. So you, so maybe one of the things you can do is just put uh, on your search engine, if you go to, uh, just put Carolyn Hyde, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-H-Y-D-E, and by accessing that, you'll be able to not only find her music, but also the videos that her son has done. It's remarkable stuff, and uh, you may even see her husband Richard smiling periodically as well. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah. we're, we're setting the stage for the next segment. We're going to talk a little bit about the war in Israel uh, and things. You got out uh, just a, a week or so ago, right? Uh, yeah, less than a week ago. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. A and week ago. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. in the next segment, we're going to talk a little bit about what, what uh, the war looks like there. But any any teasing comments, Any tease, we call them teasers in broadcast. Any teasers about what we're going to talk about in the next segment? Uh, Gabby, ring. Yeah, well, we can. We are going to talk a little bit about uh, how it looks like from an Israeli perspective, people who are there, and uh, a lot of people think that we are kind of hiding in in the houses, but it's uh, we continue our lives, so it's kind of a yeah how we continue our lives in the well, shadows of the WAR. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're you're in the northern Israel, part of northern Israel, correct? Haifa? Actually, I live in the south. The south in the part. South of Israel. Oh my, my, my! So uh, you're down. Uh, Gaza is also in the in central south south area as well. So yes. there are a lot of stories that you can tell about that. Thank God yes. that uh, uh, the airport has been open and allowing people to um, uh, uh, transit one one cool. direction or another. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yes. So in the next segment, we're going to talk about this from your point of view. And I'm play, paying because I'm vested in Israel, in particular, the city of David and Mount Zion and, and uh, Mount mm-hmm. Moriah and things like that, uh, particularly that area. So I spend a lot of time tracking the things that are going on there, whether or not there's warfare. <laughs> but there's been spiritual warfare there for, you know, uh, a thousand years or more, actually thousands of years, spiritual warfare. And Right now, it's kind of interesting that the spiritual aspect and the natural aspect are coinciding together, and uh, the insights are going to be amazing. And I think what we're going to do when you and I come right back, we may even uh, ask some input from your boyfriend, Howard Rubinow, who's with us and hasn't spoken yet. We may talk about those things and many more things. My listening friend, I want you to be aware we're in times like never before. We're in times like never before. Israel is at WAR war. And there's a spiritual warfare and maybe a threat of natural warfare going on in the United States of America. But what are we going to do about it? What does God have us do about it? And what do we need to know about it to make a godly stand in all these things? Well, Gabby Ring and I are going to talk about that, and we're going to introduce her boyfriend, Howard uh, Rubinow, in the next segment. So be prepared for some great insights and get ready to take notes unless you're driving, of course, and then not. Talk to you soon. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Well, 
rarely you have an opportunity to uh, hear firsthand uh, insights about what's going on in a place called Israel. Before the war, yes, but even after, during the war and after the launching of the war around October 7th. And uh, we have someone on the air with us who is in San Diego right now, but was uh, in Israel during the launching of the warfare around October 7th. And she and her boyfriend are here doing ministry things in San Diego as well. Her name is Gabby Ring, and she is with me as my co-host, and her boyfriend Howard Rubinow is with us as well. But uh, we devote this segment and perhaps a little bit more of of the next segment talking about what's going on in Israel in the times of WAR, and also we'll discover some of the things that are happening in the United States of America and San Diego in itself uh, in a time of spiritual WAR. And we hope that it doesn't gravitate into natural WAR, but we will see these things remain to be seen. So, Gabby, good to have you with me. Why don't you set the stage by kind of giving your overall point of view on when you were there uh, October 7th and thereafter before you departed to San Diego. And then uh, we'll leave a little bit of time for Howard Rubinow to give some insight as well. So, Gabby Ring. Lay it on us. Our listening audience here in San Diego County and beyond would like to know more. Gabby. Yeah. Yeah. So I can, t- I live in the South. I live in Be'er Sheva, which is uh, quite close to, not that close, but in the middle, uh, it's in the middle of the. Okay. We're, oh, I think we lost you for a second. So you're, you're talking about where the location is that you, uh, that you are. Yeah. yeah go ahead. Yes, yeah, so it's a city in the uh, close to Gaza in the south, and uh, that that day we were it's a Saturday and we were sleeping and suddenly the sirens woke us up and nobody was expecting that to to happen and uh, we had to run to the shelters and it was very um, stressful because the sirens continue going and going and going for quite some hours. So usually the sirens go off and after ten minutes or so you can get out of the shelter and. Yes. and Usually they are spread around, but this was very one after the other, one after the other. And uh, then we started getting notifications about uh, all these terrorists that got into uh, infiltrated into Israel. And uh, there was so much chaos. People didn't know what was going on. Uh, we started hearing things about uh, the terrorists getting into cities and taking over some of the cities. And uh, even to to Beersheba, there was this, this sense of we have to hide in our homes. It was very... Uh, confusing, very, uh, uh, some scary to some people. uh, And uh, yeah, and so it took quite a few hours to start getting a little bit of a picture of what was going on there. Uh, So from there, from being inside, we had and then slowly hearing what what really happened there and uh, how how so many were kidnapped and taken to Gaza and the the horrible things that happened. There is this very... um, deep, deep sadness in Israel and uh, that started that day and basically continued until now. Um, this uh, uncertainty of, uh, you know, we trust the IDF, but what happened with the IDF that day? What happened and why there wasn't a very quick response? And in the believing community, started also kind of questioning, okay, we, as believers, we were waiting for a war to happen. There was a sense that something was going to happen, but uh, of course, prayers started happening very quickly and, and trying to understand from God's perspective what 
what is going on and um, I have a friend, a personally, uh, one of my neighbors that he lost one of his sons oh my. in one of the cities. He was murdered by, was by he a terrorist. Was he a soldier? Was he an IDF soldier or was he? No, no. No, a civilian, because yes. they also killed civilians. Yes. So, and you, you start hearing all these stories about almost everybody knows someone that, yes. that was hurt or was, and, and it's it's really quite uh, intense. Huh. Um, and then hearing, yeah. So that, that is so it. anxious and so terrible. I, I can tell you, uh, in in the United States, many, 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 many people are embracing uh, you there. The those Israelis there who are being targeted and killed, and uh, in and on the converse side of that, there are many, many, many people here saying, "Stay out of Palestine! Don't do this! Don't do that!" And they just they are thwarting the truth. Uh, I've been in Israel m- many times, and so I know how the, the truth can be distorted. So uh, yes. it's a sad thing on one side, and it's a, a reason to know that God is in the mix as well. Let's have Howard Rubenow, your boyfriend, uh, give a few uh, pieces of information there. Uh, uh, Ru- uh, Howard, start by about 20 or 20 seconds or so about who you are and the ministry you have, and then uh, very briefly, and then let's have you jump on into your point of view on the war that's going on in Israel. Howard sure. Rubinow. I have an international ministry. It's prophetic. It's intercession. It's releasing destiny to nations that I've traveled to all over the world for the last 20 years. Um, I'm a Jewish believer. I live in the land of Israel, and uh, I'm here in San Diego on a ministry tour. When the war began, I was also, I was up early praying and it, it just started. And um, soon thereafter, uh, like in a couple days from the time it began, I uh, realized that Israel had tolerated the West in saying, um, tolerate this evil next to you in a land that you've got a wall with. Yes. And I realized that Israel for 20 years had tolerated this evil uh, amongst their people that live on a border that, that, that unfortunately came down and it wasn't protected. Um, but my concern wasn't just for Israel, but it was for the Western nations that encouraged Israel to tolerate basically sin, tolerate this abuse, tolerate this evil. And I thought, well, I wonder what's going to happen to the Christians in America. Are they tolerating sin? Are they tolerating, um, you know, just marginalizing sin? Are they tolerating evil in their own lives? That's an excellent and, question. Um, so excellent question. Here, so, I, so I came here to encourage, exhort, and edify and find out and just let Christians know that we cannot tolerate evil. What you tolerate, you project, you say it's okay. And Israel is ground zero. So. They're the ones that are fighting a battle both physically and us spiritually Absolutely. in terms of removing this evil from our land. Yes. Now, uh, Howard and Gabby, I've spent a fair amount of time over there, uh, and I did a documentary uh, about Israel and Palestine as well. And th- th- this this battle that you're saying, this word battle about uh, you have no right or we have every right and all those different kind of things, this is not a battle that's just been going on uh, a decade or even a century. This has been going on for millennia uh, of uh, different people making their stand for Jerusalem. But if you're a Scripture lover, you know that this is the promised land for God's kids. 
So uh, any thoughts about that, Gabby? Any thoughts about that, Howard? Yeah, yes. That there is this misconception that uh, people need to know that the, this land, the, the land of Israel belongs to God, and God is giving this land to the Jewish people forever. So if somebody is a believer and knows their scripture, then they, they should support yes. and pray for Israel and not really um, pray for or uh, encourage it to state solution or division of the land or even worse than that. So, um, yeah, that's very, and like you said, this didn't start now. It started long ago and uh, we should just go back to what God says and whether we agree or not, this is the land of, of, of God that he, he's giving it to the Jews. That's so, right. Yeah. So, so a very brief mm-hmm. thought on this, Howard, I'm running out of time in this segment, but uh, take uh, half a minute or so to give your quick insights and we'll be back in the next segment to talk about uh, as a Christian believer, what our insights need to be tied to Israel. So Howard, any thoughts? Yes, I agree. This land was given by an everlasting covenant to the Jewish people. However, it also says in the Bible that the Gentiles will be added to the Jew in the land of Israel. And today it's a democracy. There's law abiding citizens, both Arabs, Christians, Jews, they have to abide by the law. And if they do, there's such a blessing to be had when you visit or when you live in the land of Israel, because you realize this is a covenant land given to us and the people that are joined to the land. So we embrace those people. Very good. But we recognize it's law. It's the law that we live by that's in a democracy of free speech and freedom of religion. And, and that's that's what I've come to understand about the land that I live in in Israel. That's exactly right, Howard. We're talking with Howard Rubinow, and uh, he is in San Diego with his girlfriend, uh, Gabby Ring, and they're doing ministry things here in San Diego and beyond, but they also have some remarkable insights as citizens of Israel about what's going on there as well. You know, the next segment, my listening friend, we're going to spend more time talking about Christian believers tied to Israel and what we should think, what we should not think, and what Bible tells us to do and say and think and live out. We'll be talking to to, to Gabby and Howard more about this um, in the next segment and segments. We've got two hours on this and Come Together San Diego, and we will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Now back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. Yes, a uh, whiz-bang broadcast for sure. On a topic that is so timely right now it's regarding not only uh, what's going on in the United States, but also in Israel. We know there is a WAR going on there, and right now it's a localized thing, but there are so many threats coming from other areas surrounding Israel that we don't know how this is going to play out. But we do know one thing in, in particular and for sure, that God is in control. And why we can get a little anxious or concerned, we know that our Heavenly Father, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit uh, are not only active, but uh, trying to activate people like you and I (laughs) on the radio and beyond about doing God's stuff as it relates to the United States, as it relates to Israel. I've got uh, Gabby Ring with me. Uh, She's a minister with Tree of Life in Israel, but also um, she is a a, a believer, and uh, she has experienced the things that are going on in Israel. We've been talking a little bit about uh, Israel and the United States in general. We want to focus in a little bit more about uh, 
Israel and the United States as it relates to Christian believers, not only in Israel, but in the United States. I'm going to start with uh, Gabby giving us her insights, and uh, periodically her boyfriend Howard Rubinow will jump on in as well. So, Ruby Ring, what do you think about Israel and United States tied to Christian points of view? Yeah, so so um, uh, uh, Christians in general here in the U.S. have been supportive of Israel as a whole, and this war, this WAR, has uh, <laughs> caused uh, is uh, a lot of of Christians here in the U.S. are really coming together and interceding, and uh, I I have friends, so I see I saw it from Israel, but even being here in San Diego, it's incredible how. Christians are are going. Uh, even the the Jewish community is, is he's done all kinds of uh, events to support Israel, and they have joined. Uh, although there have been some uh, uh, threats, but they some of them they don't care. They they show full support of Israel, and not only by prayer, which is very powerful, also by sending some uh, help, uh, financial help, and things like that, which is very very good to see. There is this understanding, as we were talking before, about this is the land of God that they gave to the Jews, and the Jewish people have the right, first of all, like any other country, to to fight for their own uh, existence. Even more, the Jewish people with this, they are surrounded by, uh, we are surrounded by Arabs. Uh, with that, I also have heard already about some Christians here that actually disagree with what uh, Israel is doing. And they are very pro-Palestine, which is very surprising uh, from one side. From another, when I became a believer here and uh, and God sent me to different churches here uh, years ago, I did encounter a lot of uh, anti-Semitism in churches here yes. and replacement theology. So it seems like God is, to me at least, uh, there's a lot of gray and God is kind of shaking people to choose either white or dark, either yeah. they're for God or against God. That's right. Yeah. You know, one of the terms when, when we were doing the documentary there, one of the key words that was being used by both sides is occupied and occupier. And uh, you, well, we had to be delicate in the way that we broached that subject uh, from a Palestinian side. They envision Israel as the occupier of their land, and uh, the Israelis see it completely the opposite on that. I uh, wondered if you and Howard might have some insights uh, on this, because, you know, you know oftentimes it's, it's the words that uh, uh, carry the impact, whether they're misconstrued or not, in a very real way. And from a Christian point of view, it's the word that has the impact. But in Israel and, and in Palestine, it's the words, occupied, occupier, and things like that. Uh, anyway, Howard, any insights? insights? Howard Rubinow. Yes, we believe in the Bible, the Bible that God has given us, both to Jews and Christians alike. We believe in the entire Bible. and We believe what God said in his Bible through the people is accurate and true. So because of our faith in the word of God, Jesus Christ, we agree with what he had to say about the land of Israel. Like, we, like Gabby said earlier, it, it was God gave it to the children of Israel to Abraham with an everlasting covenant. That's our perspective. From that, we describe the land and the people and the regions that we're in. However, Christians need to understand and learn this truth about the Bible when they read it. 
when it comes to the Jews living in the land that God supernaturally, prophetically told them he was going to scatter them and regather them to the land of Israel. And that's our perspective as we move forward in uh, the unfolding plan of God for this tiny land that he gave to our people. Yes. You know, we, we know as believers to study, to show yourself approved, a workman does not uh, need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So as believers, we have to rightly divide the word of truth. And as uh, Israelis in Israel, you have to be wise in the way you uh, divide the word of truth as well. Cer- certain words can uh, launch uh, disagreements, but there are certain words that can be tactfully used to bring people's heart closer to the truth of the gospel. Any insights on that, uh, Gabby? Any insights on that, Howard? Yeah, so you mentioned the, the occupier and uh, those who occupy and those who are occupying. And uh, basically, we as Israelis don't see at all that we're occupying somebody else's land. You're and, occupying uh, God's land on behalf of God. Exactly. Yes. So yes. what does this yes. mean? So how, how does this uh, play a role in the vernacular, the way that you communicate uh, this fact? So, so I actually, that's interesting because I, I haven't had to deal with somebody using that word specifically, yes. me personally. So it's interesting to hear this from my perspective. I don't know about Howard, but uh, just thinking about it now, it's uh, the, just to me, the word occupy. Yeah, yeah. occupier okay. and occupied, they're different. I, I learned about this when I was doing a documentary there, uh, Quest for Truth the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. You can look that up on the uh, YouTube and mm-hmm. view it. Quest for Truth, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. But the Palestinians use that word occupied and occupier uh, frequently. So if you're in a, if you're in a conversation with a, a tried-and-true uh, Islamic uh, uh, point mm-hmm. of view, you have to be aware that if you yeah. throw a word out inadvertently, they'll pick up on it. Howard, thoughts? Well, I believe there's a war of words, see. Yes. People use words to describe different perspectives of their view. Our view is the Bible. The land was given by covenant. We are citizens of the land of Israel. That's the way we perceive. That's how we walk our, that's how we live in the land of Israel. Palestinian people, they have been there before Israel became a nation. And they have the same rights as Israelis if they choose to live in the law of a democratic country. If they don't, they don't. But they have to make up their mind, as well as other people groups, what their perception and perspective is of the land of Israel. Does Did God really say forever? Did he really mean forever? Or did he mean just for 20 years? <laughs> what did really God say? So our perspective is always taken from the word of God not just a prophetic word, but what has actually happened in the land and how we can not just talk about other people groups, but how we can share the gospel with them and be a light to them while they're living there. Oh, that's so true. So true. You know, my listening friend, to have somebody that has just come from Israel and uh, someone who has uh, basically, quote-unquote, fought those battles before, it's good to get some insights there. Many of you may be planning on going to Israel. I'm not sure how. I think probably the visitation rights are going to be minimized at least, if not uh, eliminated, for those who are traveling from other countries, America included, 
for a season. We'll see how that pans out. I know a lot of my friends, Gabby and Howard, were over there when the war was declared. And uh, uh, I, I was very pleased that the airport was remaining open to get people out yeah. and maybe even some other Israelis out of there, you and Howard included. So um, we're going to be running out of time in this segment. And in the next segment, we're going to be um, changing gears to talk a little bit about the ministry in uh, Israel that you're involved in, Gabby, and any insights that Howard mm-hmm. may have as well about the Tree of Life Israel. We're going to talk more about that and other things. But my listening friend, realize the time frame we're in and also realize how God has put you right in right in the thick of these things, because uh, the Bible talks about from Esther, who knows, but that you were born for such a time as this. You know, that's a phrase, a biblical phrase that's thrown around an awful lot. But the truth of the matter is, really, 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 you were born for such a time as this, as a believer or as an almost believer. What are we going to do about this? We have a calling on our lives to make a stand, a godly stand. It's very important to know the Scripture. It's very important to know the writer of the Scripture, the Lord himself. But it's also very, very important for us to obey, to listen and obey. So in the next segment, we're going to talk about another uh, ministry outreach that is tied to this besides just being in Israel and in the United States. We're going to talk about a a ministry outreach called the Tree of Life Israel and what that has to do with uh, relationships, with relationships uh, uh, across the border of the United States, uh, what has to do with Spanish speakers and others, uh, it's going to be a compelling conversation. And we'll talk about this more when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Yes, indeedy, I am back, and we have a compelling topic today. It's not often that you have somebody actually from Israel that has experienced what's going on in a warfare mentality here in the United States right now to give some insights on that. But these are two people. My co-host Gabriella or Gabriella Ring is with me for the two hours, as well as her boyfriend Howard. Rubenau is is compelling to talk about not only that which is going on there, but also talk about the ministry purposes that they have in San Diego County and beyond. So, Gabby, you you had mentioned before, and we're going to spend some time in this segment and beyond, about the Tree of Life Israel ministry. And then, Howard, if you have something to add, just uh, let us know, and we'll let you speak as well. So, Gabby Ring, what's up with Tree of Life Israel? Yes. So uh, Tree of Life Ministries is one of the evangelical ministries in Israel. And uh, I don't know how many of uh, the listeners know that uh, uh, sharing the gospel in Israel is not very easy. And there are a few laws and it's not like here in the U.S. very open. Yes, that that, that has a lot to do with what we said in the last segment, properly using your words, because you can get yourself in trouble by improperly using words because everybody's listening, some for the good and some for the bad. Yeah, go ahead, Kathy. Yes, very, very true. Yes, yes. So again, this is a ministry that uh, one of uh, Carolyn and Richard Hyde's son, Ariel, uh, started with his wife, his wife, Shayla Hyde, and uh, Carolyn and Richard are also kind of supporting this, uh, the back of this ministry. And uh, this is a, mainly an evangelism online ministry. Uh, we, do, we do a lot of videos, um, like... Isaiah 53 is one of the videos which uh, 
Ariel just goes on the streets and, and makes uh, ask people to read the Isaiah 53 chapter and ask them who the who do they think is depicted there and then they kind of some people think about Yeshua, some not. And so this is one example, a lot of podcasts and the other, uh, the just the, the stories that we're telling uh, about, um, this is an uh, online uh, ministry that people can call and uh, just talk about Yeshua, ask questions about Yeshua. And, and it's incredible to see now with what's going on with the war, there are a lot of Israelis who are seeking if now more than than before, and a lot of people are watching our videos, are calling, are commenting, um, and then when they call, we have one-on-one -on -one conversations with them. Sometimes we meet with them in person. Uh, we had some people already giving their lives to Yeshua. Uh, people ordering the New Testament and other uh, uh, books. Um, so because of this. Uh, specific time now that we're going through and the, we see the field is very ripe, the ministry has put together a video very, very quickly, and it's out there already, thank God, uh, specifically for this time with this, uh, describing the situation that happened and uh, this uh, lack of, uh, now people are finding themselves with the question, who can we trust? And basically showing that the only one that we can trust and the only one who can help us is God. And uh, it's, it's a very, very powerful video that God has really anointed. And it's God allowed it to go very, very quickly and fast. And a lot of people are already watching it. And uh, there are a lot of responses. So that's one of the things. Yes. By the, the way, before you, before you go any further, what's the website or a way that people can actually view this? I suspect it's on YouTube or uh, other venues. Where can they yes. find it? Yes. So it's treeoflifeisrael.com. Okay, treeoflifeisrael.com. That'll not only tell you about Tree of Life Israel, but it will also give you an opportunity yes. to view this video that was uh, produced by Ariel um, yes. uh, Hyde. Is that Hyde. Right? Yes. Hyde. Yes. Yes. So treeoflifeisrael.com or org. You can go to those websites and the... This is the, and you can watch this video. Now, this specific video is in Hebrew. So we have a website only for Hebrew speakers. It's called medabrim.com. Um, so that's specifically in Hebrew, but we do translate the videos later on to uh, English and other languages. This specific video has not been translated yet because it just came out. So, um, I'm not sure people are going to find it yet on our on our uh, on the Tree of Life Israel. Yeah, make but note, all, my uh, friends, make note. But it's going to come soon. But if somebody has some Israelis or someone who speaks Hebrew that wants to uh, uh, share this video with, it's Medavrim, uh, so it would be Medavrim, M E D A B R M dot org very good very good so and then people can watch that video yeah so many um, things going on isn't there uh, uh yeah, gabriel yeah. and, and and howard I, I tell you there's 
words cannot express it. And a lot of times people, you know, there, there's a natural and there's a spiritual. And uh, many believers in the Lord uh, are believing from a spiritual standpoint, but the natural of Israel is, is valid as well. And I, I, I don't know Howard very well, but I think he's an expert or a learning expert on how to blend the with the natural and the spiritual when it comes to Israel and when it comes to ministries inside and outside of uh, of Israel. Howard, any thoughts so far? Yes. Um, Jewish people need answers. And this is, the world is being shaken. And they want to know what's really going on and who they can trust, like Abby said. Yes. And when someone shares the gospel, faith comes by hearing hearing and seeing and answering the questions that we have in our heart about life itself. And this, and Tree of Life does that very well by, on the, on YouTube. Yes. So many hits they get by people who are just looking for information. And because they have a a site that, that's, uh, that can touch you through conversations, uh, one-on-one, it, it, it helps people to understand not just what's going on with the war, but how they can have peace in their heart while it's taking place. Sure, sure, sure. You know, one of the things, as I have been over there, and I, I, I watched Ariel uh, um, Hyde's uh, videos before, particularly the ones that deal with Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 53. I mean, it, it, it is so absolutely clear, and for the longest time— uh, rabbinical society and other other Jews have kept people away from some of these verses that can be troublesome from their point of view because it really bespeaks of uh, uh, Yeshua Hamashiach, you know, and uh, so they they don't know how to deal with it. So they they don't they pretend like that's not even in their holy scripture, but it is. Any thoughts about that, Howard? Well, you know the Bible is clear. Yeah. One one jot and one tittle will not pass away. Ooh. It says in the New Testament, and we believe in the entire Bible that's available to us today. We, uh, yes, uh, someone might say it's distorted or it's twisted, but we believe in the truth. We believe everything that's been written. We might not understand it completely. We might have not have the full revelation, but we believe it's true. And faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God, yes. sharing a testimony. Sharing about what God has done personally for each of our lives helps people to realize God is real. He's alive. Yes, yes. You know, one of the things when I watch those videos, just one of the things that uh, Ariel does so well when he produces these things, he spends a lot of time with fairly close-up shots of the people whom he's interviewing. And these people, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're not trying to uh, make a— Try to make a political stand or anything like that. They're 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 just have a heart and a searching heart. And when they hear the truths about Isaiah fifty five and Ezekiel and some the multitude of other scriptures in the first testament or the old testament, they go, "Why haven't I ever seen this before?" And they are so convicted and so heartfelt about, uh, "Yes, it, it it's true." What do I do next? Uh, Gabby, any thoughts on that? And how are we? We got under two minutes left in this segment. Go ahead, Gabby. Yes. Yes, so so a lot of people, I, I also want to say that uh, we talk about religious people, we have uh, testimonies of religious people calling us yes. very quietly and, and coming to faith in Yeshua, which yes. is really amazing. And then part of the what the ministry is starting is to do discipleship, because discipleship is very important. So uh, baptism and also, so they come and we baptize them, we go with them, and they also, now we have a new um, part that we're doing discipleship groups. 
so they uh, to follow and we help them also go to uh, different congregations wherever they are because it's not only it's all over Israel. They call us from all over Israel. So well, uh, yeah, that's they, right. And you know that same revelation of the eye-opening truth being revealed is also happening in the United States. People go, "Are you kidding me? United States is a Judeo-Christian country." Uh, it was intended to be, but a lot of the uh, enemy influence has been going on. So we are as unaware, many people are as unaware uh, of the truths of Scripture uh, as those in Israel. We're going to talk more about those things and much more. Uh, you know, we're talking about uh, the tree of Israel and the ministry there. But uh, when you realize that the the ministry that they're doing is multi-linguistic, uh, multi, uh, and so we're going to talk about that as well. You know, the Spanish speakers in the United States of America play an important role as well. We'll talk about that and so much more when Gabby, Howard, and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back, my friends. Can you believe the first hour of Come Together San Diego is now behind us? And in the forefront is the second hour. We we generally tie on, on Come Together San Diego. We often just set the stage in the first hour, and then we let her, let her rip potato chip in the second hour. Well, we're in the second hour of Come Together San Diego right now, and it's a compelling topic. And it's a topic that's been going on for millennia. It's talking about God, God's promised land, God's people of promise, and how Jew and Gentile are being called together as this one new man that the Bible talks about mm. prolifically. So my listening friend, my co-host is Gabby Ring. She's with Tree of Life uh, Israel Ministries, and uh, she is in the United States. She and her boyfriend, Howard Rubenow are here for a bit of time, and they had an opportunity to see what was going on in Israel post October 7th, when the war launched. But we're talking in this segment and beyond about uh, the Tree of Life Israel ministry and how the heart cry is to identify the different people groups in the United States of America and one people group that has uh, been given less uh, speaking time, how do I want to say it, less uh, prevalence in American society are the Spanish speakers, uh, Spanish speakers, particularly those who uh, speak English very sparingly. You know, Gabby and Howard, I was thinking about it during the break. There, we use the term anti-Semitism or replacement theology quite a bit when we're talking about Israel and the population of Israel. But in the United States of America, I was, th- I was thinking about it. There is a replacement theology in the United States as well. If you don't speak English... Uh, primarily, then it's a replacement theology, or at least anti-Semitic. And the Spanish speakers in the United States are prolific, and they have every right uh, to the Judeo-Christian principles that this nation espouses. Um, So, Gabby, I want your intake on that. Before we do, my listening friend, as you listen to Come Together San Diego, periodically I mention the website and the email that you can contact me with. Uh, you want to talk to me and, and say, love the show, hate the show, I want to be on the show, here's my thoughts about a show, here's the way that you can communicate with me. Come Together San Diego at KPRZ. Once again, Come Together San Diego at KPRZ. We're talking about uh, 
anti-Semitism and replacement theology as we talk about the Spanish speakers in the United States of America. And uh, I, I think, Gabby, you may have a thing or two to say. And when uh, Howard has some insights, uh, just let us know and we'll give you the microphone as well. So, Gabby, what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, so I can actually identify a little bit. First of all, I was born in Argentina, so I speak Spanish. And uh, yes. also being Jewish in a foreign country, we were minority there in Argentina. So coming here and meeting a lot of uh, Spanish-speaking people and seeing how they they are treated differently a little bit and hearing their, their heart, I can uh, identify again as a Jewish with the a Jewish person and that with them and the... It's very, it's quite sad to see what's going on. But um, with that, uh, I, they have a very, um, God made them in a way that uh, they have a very loving heart and caring heart and helping to other people. So from my personal experience that God used actually a, a group of people, Mexican people, believe, uh, believers to uh, introduce me to Yeshua, uh, I saw very loving and caring uh, people, humble people, and they have a very high love for God. And as an Israeli, they also love Israel. So to me, it's a, they have a very special place for me in, in, in my heart. And uh, a lot of us in Israel, also Carolyn Hyde, has, have been a, receiving all kinds of things about the role of the, the Spanish-speaking community in, uh, in prophecy from Obadiah, from Obadiah also 120. We see that the Spanish people are going to be the ones uh, that are possessing the Negev, which is the south of Israel, by the way, the area where I live. So all that, um, yeah, very special place in my heart for these people. Yes. Howard? We, here in America, it's a melting pot. Languages, people groups, communities, different uh, races, all come together here in this great nation of America. And I have found, similar to Gabby, they have a heart, they have a holiness in their lives, they have a love for God, their music is incredible. It's so <laughs> powerful to express themselves. There, there's more drama involved, but they truly love the Lord. And I have worked with uh, Spanish-speaking people throughout Mexico for many, many years. And it's, it's just educating people about the truth of the Word of God. We have different traditions. We have different customs. But generally speaking, I've, I've been received here in America, by more Spanish-speaking people than English-speaking people. Yes. And it's, it's just ironic that here I am in uh, Southern California. Once again, this is like my seventh or eighth trip to this part of America, and I'm embraced by Spanish-speaking Americans from Mexico and other countries who just love Israel and, and, and love the yeah. practical way of living out the gospel in their everyday lives. Wow. Wow. Gabby, what's your heart telling you right now? One of the things my Christian friend, 
one of the things that we do as believers, and you're, be, you're endeavoring in this as well, is we try to listen closely to Holy Spirit and what Holy Spirit says. <clears throat> Oftentimes we have preconceived notions of where we want a broadcast to go or where we want our sentence to go. But in the middle of the broadcast or in the middle of that sentence, Holy Spirit goes, eh, let's take a little different tact. I want you to do this, which is what I, what I believe the hearts of the people that are, with whom you're communicating need to hear. So, Gabby, uh, has there been anything of late that God has been stirring you about that he wants you to talk about? You know, we're all listening to this broadcast, desire to be closer to God. And uh, maybe God has given you something specifically that is for a person or a people group. Uh, you may be wanting to talk to the this, the Spanish speakers in particular or anything like that. Anything uh, that stirs you uh, in this segment, Gabby? Um, well, definitely would be for the Spanish speaking. And the, again, for for me, it's the connection to, to Israel. So... Um, I've been talking to a friend that I'm staying here today about uh, getting closer to God and, and really sitting and listening to what God has to say in every moment. Boy, oh boy, yes. And, uh, and uh, specifically because the people who I'm staying here love Israel and, and have been uh, kind of trying to, to uh, sit down with God and, and and not uh, before they say anything to anybody else, really listen to God's heart about how to pray, how to intercede for Israel. And again, these are these are Spanish speaking that go to a, a time to a Spanish speaking congregation. And uh, so I guess to to tell the people that uh, before they hear what others are saying and before they um, jump to conclusions exactly. Or 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 pass uh, some some judgment, yes, definitely. Or pass uh, news that they hear from one to another, just to quiet down with God, and uh, pray for discernment and and wisdom for before they they really before we all open our mouth. Oh boy, that's so. A, um, that is such a good mm, good point. You know, in radio, we hate to have uh, blank space. You know because uh, we're broadcasters. We like to have everything going on, but there's maybe a time we call it a, a, a Selah moment, meditate on what the Lord has mm-hmm. said. And uh, even mm-hmm. during broadcast, there may be a Selah moment where God gives you a nuance that you hadn't thought of before. And God's given you that nuance to share with other people. Is now the time for that? Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Howard, any thoughts on this? What came to me when you inquired was, seek first the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And all will be added. Seek first the kingdom of God. It's like, ask the Lord, what's on his heart yes. for your day? What's on his heart for your life? What's on his heart about situations and circumstances that we face? What does the Father have to say? Not what we're thinking, but what does he have to say? Listen to what he has to say and be obedient to do what he tells you to do. And that's what I'm getting in my heart at this moment. Oh, my. You know, in the next segment, can we start with a prayer for listening? Uh, and I'm going to have you launch the next segment, as uh, if you would, Howard, and pray over our listeners that they they actually learn to listen to Holy Spirit as well, even more so. We all need that prayer. Mm-hmm. My listening friend, we're going to talk more about this, but we're going to also talk about uh, how important the gifts of healing, the gifts of listening to the Holy Spirit are to Y-O-U, We're going to get this from uh, 
from a, 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 an, a, I would call him an evangelist and a teacher, uh, Howard Rubinow and uh, Gabby Ring of Tree of Life Israel. We're going to talk more about these things. Don't go away, my friends, because there's some vital things that God wants you to know about, but not only know about, but to imp- impact and implicate them in your own life. We'll talk more about this and much more when we come right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor on K-Praise. Well, hello, my friends. We're in a compelling conversation right now with Gabby Ring, who is part of the Tree of Life Israel team uh, from Israel, but also in San Diego for a season. And uh, we're talking about things tied to Israel. Uh, we're talking about things that are tied to the United States and uh, tied to the people groups in the United States. Her boyfriend is with her here in San Diego as well, Howard Rubinow, uh, a remarkable guy. And uh, he is a, a Bible teacher, a spirit. Uh, he's a has a spirit sensitivities. That's how I can describe him. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the the power of Holy Spirit involved in our lives. And I'm, I, you know, during the last segment, we were talking about uh, how we, our speakers, we want people to listen to what we have to say. How much more the speaker that lives with inside of us, Holy Spirit who uh, compels us to say things or not say things. How important is that? So we're talking about that as we relate to the Spanish speakers and other people groups as well in America and in Israel as well. But uh, I was compelled in the last segment to make mention that possibly um, uh, we could have a, a prayer from Gabby's boyfriend and uh, and and have him give some, Howard giving some in, input on uh, this from a Holy Spirit standpoint, and really, you speak, pray over our listening group that are listening to this radio broadcast right now, Howard, and uh, encourage them through your declaration and so forth to really embrace Holy Spirit more than ever before. It's a prayer we all need to embrace, and we'll see where Holy Spirit takes this uh, this this segment in light of Spanish speakers and others. Would you be so kind, uh, Howard Rubinow? Yes. Father, we come to you in the name of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, and we thank you that the Holy Spirit lives within us. He convicts us, he comforts us, he encourages us, and we ask you, Holy Spirit, to fill us up to overflowing. Reveal yourself to us in a new, fresh, powerful way that we might understand what what we hear from you. We will know how to apply it in a very practical way, and we'll see the increase in our lives and the lives of those you want to touch through our heart, through our lives, through our friends and our family and our acquaintances and the people we work with. And we believe, Holy Spirit, if we ask you, you'll give it to us. You'll, you'll impart us by your spirit. You'll impart it to us by your spirit, and you reveal it in a way that's simple practical, understandable, and revelatory. And we thank you for doing this in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. And Gabriella Ring and Cass Taylor said, amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts on this while, while uh, Howard was praying? 
uh, Gabby. You know, my listening friend, here's the deal. We're in environments all the time where God has placed us. And if we're going, well, here's what I know, and I'm going to share with you what I know. I want you to be impressed and do what I say. No. Holy Spirit is within us. Our place is to say, Holy Spirit, what would you have me say? Because those are going to hit the mark every time. Any thoughts about the prayer, Gabrielle? Yes, that's something that uh, you you mentioned the word Selah before. Selah, uh, yeah. It's a Selah moment. Selah in Hebrew means to stop and to actually listen and wait. And uh, that's, if, that's what we need to learn about every situation, uh, including the war in Israel, including every, st- every day. We should just start the day by listening to God and waiting. And a lot of us just want to do things very, very quickly. And um, God is showing me more and more and more to just stop, sit with God, listen, and and he, what God has to tell us through his Holy Spirit, and be obedient to that. Wow. Um, yes, yes, yes. So uh, I'll tell you what, uh, one of the challenges that we have is when we, we know, know the Word, so we have that knowledge, but do we have the Spirit behind the knowledge? And by hearing and obeying the spirit uh, behind that knowledge, uh, we can make a lot more and more impactful inroads in the lives of other people. I guess that works as well in Israel as you present Yeshua HaMashiach as, as, uh, as, as, as it does in the United States of America. Would you say, Gabby? Yes. Yeah. And uh, since you brought the, the ministry also, so uh, the, there are... There are um, we see already cases where people come to Yeshua uh, after we minister and the, God ministers to them through us. And they, they are filled with the Ruach and they, they really just uh, start listening and asking God every day what to do and, and uh, how to continue their, their walk. So it's very amazing to see the empowering of the Ruach also. And uh, we can bring also healing. There are stories of healing also. As, as our team prays over the people, we see the healings that the Ruach, the, the Holy Spirit is uh, doing. And um, yes, yeah. yes, yes. By the way, before I'm going to ask Howard to give his insights on this as well. But give us a, a, a website again, Gabby, please. So it's a Tree of Life Israel dot org. Tree of Life Israel dot org. Yes. Okay. Yes. Any thoughts, uh, Howard, as your girlfriend was speaking through the Holy Spirit? <laughs> yeah, the Bible says we're to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover. It's a very simple thing to do. And sometimes we have to take a risk doing it so that we overcome our own fears of rejection or what will they think. I was at a grocery store the other day, happened to be picking out some bread, met a woman who came from another part of America, uh, a, a Christian woman, and she just lit up when I told her I was from Israel and I started to share with her about things. But before we ended the conversation, I asked her if I could pray for her and she said, yes. It's a simple thing, but you <laughs> yes. need to be, you need to be, uh, you need to initiate it. You need to, if you have a love in your heart for Jesus, a deep love in your heart, we're called to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. That means we're called to love other people. I don't reach out to everyone in the grocery store. That's not my job. I just reach out to the one that's interested. And it could be just about bread. You know, it's just a simple mm-hmm. thing. And I believe that's how we can touch other people's lives. So wherever I go, 
That's how I walk. I want to initiate a conversation. Uh, to me, it's not a risk. It's a blessing that I have to just talk to somebody. And even if I'm on the road driving, I can pray for someone I'm driving around. You know, I, I just take it literal that we can live this word in a very practical way. And healing is a big part of it. Because once someone gets healed, they have a testimony of God's faithfulness in their lives. It's a miracle. Yeah. We can't explain it. And we don't have to. God said in his <laughs> word, he would do these things for the people who believe. I love it. And so I'm, I'm a firm believer in the entire word, living it. Oh, as yes. I have a revelation and inspiration to do so. You know, a lot of times people don't move forward because the, the I'm, I, if I say something, I can't explain it. Well, you know, that's okay. Holy Spirit is at work mm-hmm. more than you are communicating with the person with whom you're communicating. And if you go, you can even say, you know, I, I told you this, my friend, because uh, God inspired me to do it, but I don't know where to take it from here. You might be surprised that they say, well, I think I know where to take it. And they may be ministered back to you <laughs> when you're trying to minister to them. Yeah. I've seen this happen so many times. Uh, Gabby, <laughs> you have you as well and Howard? Yes. I mean, I was at a, a youth meeting uh, in Tijuana on Saturday, and I initiated prayer for the young people to begin to do by putting a chair in the middle of the room and saying, who needs prayer? When someone came in, sat down, you you become vulnerable. But that, that's what we are before yes. the Lord, and we yes. should be that way with each other. Later on, someone who got prayer said, can you pray for me? I don't feel very well in my body. And I said, you know, we all have the power to heal by faith, meaning I can pray over my body and release it by the Spirit into my body healing. I do that every day. And so I prayed for this young man. Just like that, he got healed, and I said, now you need to testify with the other young people in the room what God just did in your life. That's so good. And he did. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not something that you sat down and orchestrated. Holy Spirit did it, and Holy Spirit said, now let me show you what I can do. And all of a sudden, uh, a word impacted by a first-party first witness uh, has much more to do, more, much more power than you as a tertiary, second- or third-party witness and so that that is really remarkable. My listening friend, uh, I am so thrilled to have Gab, Gabriela, uh, Gabby Ring of the Tree of Life Israel Ministry and her boyfriend, fellow minister, Howard Rubinow, here sharing me, with me some insights regarding Israel and the United States as well. And uh, in the n- next segment, um, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Elijah and Elisha. If anybody's a Bible student, they know about the value of Elijah and Elisha as it has to do with in the last days. In the book of Malachi, it talks about that and beyond. So uh, we're in those times, and God's got Israelis and uh, Judeo-Christian believers in America joining together to share these insights. We're going to talk to you more about these insights when Gabby Ring and Howard Rubinow and Kaz, when we come right back... This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, my friends. And so thrilled to have for these last couple segments, Gabriella Ring of Tree of Life Israel uh, ministries, and she is an Israeli, and she also is in the United States, in particular in San Diego County, 
and uh, Mexico as well uh, for uh, a number of days hereafter. So thrilled to have her in town and uh, what we've been doing uh, via emails and communication that way. Now I'm actually getting to see her smiley face. And her boyfriend is in town as well, Howard uh, Rubinow, and uh, he's a remarkable guy. I appreciate him because he, he really functions strongly in the power and prophetic gifts of Holy Spirit. And so he has some wonderful insights as well. Both of them are Israeli citizens. Both of them are in San Diego County for a season. So we are taking advantage of them. <laughs> in that light, I hope you don't mind being taken advantage of, Gabby. <laughs> I hope I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> and Howard, I know. I know Howard is the kind of guy, if I tease him, he'll tease me exactly right back. Even before I sent, put my a period at the end of my sentence, I know that I know I'm coming to know the people with whom I am dealing right now. So, my listening friend, we want to spend the, the last two segments here talking about uh, some scripture in Old Testament and also relevant in New Testament as well. Um, the, the scripture talks about, and, and this is a, a topic that uh, uh, rabbinical Jews, Orthodox Jews, ultra Orthodox Jews uh, can at least agree with, at least in part. And uh, if you find the common denominator, this can be a real springboard into what Holy Spirit wants to do in everybody's lives. And it's dealing with uh, the prophet Elijah. And uh, in the next segment hereafter, we'll talk about the prophetic truths of Elisha. So uh, Gabby and uh, Howard, one of the things that I do here on this show is I try to spend time talking about the the days, the months, the seasons, and the years, the times and the seasons— and uh, we talk about the time of Nisan, the first in the Hebrew calendar, and then the second month of Er and Sivan, and you know, and the other the other uh, time frames as well. But upcoming, the first of the year uh, is coming in the springtime, and that's a time for Pesach or Passover. And one of the things that happens during Passover, uh, Gabby, you know, and and Howard as well, there's a celebration of the Passover meal, the Passover meal. Mm-hmm. One of the things that happens in the Passover meal, I've sat within those uh, a number of times, and it's remarkable. But there's a place, a, a, a table setting that nobody is allowed to sit at because that is the place that is allowed for or the expectance of the return of Elijah. Elijah. And so uh, that's a, you know, this is pretty well received across uh, Judeo-Christian circles, prim- primarily in the Judeo circles, that uh, there's a time frame when Elijah is coming again. So this is really a, an open an area for communication uh, with talking with the Jews, the the Orthodox and the ultra-Orthodox, and even r- rabbinical Jews as well, saying, you know, when we celebrate Pesach, the, the, the meal, there's a table setting for Elijah, uh, many people believe that Elijah is coming soon, and then you can use that to launch into whatever God wants you to, to talk about. But in the book of Malachi, is that, isn't that right, um, uh, Gabriel and, and Howard? In the book of Malachi, the last part of Malachi, it talks about one is coming uh, with this power of Elijah and shall to return the hearts of the children to the parents and the hearts of the parents to the children, or else the Lord would allow... Uh, the curse upon the earth and uh, pestilences and things like that. That's terrible stuff. So everybody with a with a heart for godliness in one way or another, the, the idea of Elijah is a very powerful topic. 
So uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. kind of hand the baton to you guys. I know you guys are uh, open-hearted when, you know, we're in the times where this scripture and this uh, meal is could very likely be introduced by uh, the children running to the door and seeing if Elijah there, and there he is. Can you imagine the faces of the people when uh, Elijah is ushered into your to your Pesach meal? <laughs> Please! <laughs> I, I, that makes me laugh so much. Uh, <laughs> thoughts on that, Gabby, and then thereafter, Howard. <laughs> Don't you love it? Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, when we have dinner, a Pesach dinner, Passover dinner with my nieces and nephews, and they go and they look and they sing Eliyahu uh, Anavi, the Elijah the prophet, and they look and wait. And I can't, uh, it's going to be funny if they actually see Eliyahu coming. That <laughs> would be really funny if you <laughs> yes. described it. Yeah. Yes, yes, and yes. Uh, Eliyahu, Elijah is a prophet. So he talks about prophets and prophecy and the time of. Uh, you know, we're living about raising up prophets and also the passing from the older generation to the younger generation, but also the need to them work together. Yes. So, um, so I have experienced something personally about, uh, I'm kind of in the middle of the generation, but I'm going to say that I, maybe I identified more with the younger generation of the prophetic than the older one. And uh, so... Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it, the, the passing of the baton to the ne- in the next segment. But um, what I do want to point is about, again, El- Elijah is a prophet and the, the God, at least in Israel, is raising a lot of things in regards to the prophetic. That's right. And, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Well, a, when, a, when, when you say the word prophetic, Howard pays close attention because God has called him to the prophetic. Any thoughts about what Gabby said there, Howard? Yes. Um, the Bible says that Elijah has come. His name was John the Baptist. And he <laughs> yes, came to yes. reveal Jesus, his cousin. Yeah. And uh, he not only revealed Jesus, uh, who he was and who he is, but he completely believed in him because he was sent from the Father. And we know that there's a, a generation of prophetic people these are called, this is Ephesians 4.11. He gave some apostles, some prophets, mm-hmm. some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the saints in love, till we all become one. So it takes a five-fold ministry for the people of God to hear from these people, respond, and work out their salvation as they are taught by the fivefold. Now, Elijah and Elisha, they were together, so one generation taught the next. Oh. Over the last 20 years of my own personal life and ministry, I have mentored people who were prophets. Yes, They were younger than I, and they needed to learn how to walk this life out because it's quite unique. He gives his secrets to the prophets, mm, and so the right. prophets are speaking today. Mm-hmm. Two so- weeks before the war started, I heard something in my heart, and all I did knew to do was to pray about it. And that's what prophets do. They intercede on behalf, like Moses and David and others, to to decree, to release things onto the earth so that the body of Christ, the body of Messiah, can hear and understand what the Holy Spirit is trying to say through their lives. Oh, my, I love it. So you're saying that this Elijah that was spoken of in Malachi uh, 
one application of it for sure that's happening right now is the spirit of Elijah is a, because of John John the Baptist as it talks about in the New Testament this the spirit of prophecy shall come upon the older the older the Bible talks about the old and the young shall uh, see it together as well I think I don't know if that's a Joel scripture or what but but the, there is the older generation that are of the Elijah groups and there's a whole company of people we need to stand our ground and declare what God gives us but do not uh, disavow those younger people that are coming along that may have uh, the the Elijah you know, pieces of the Elijah ministry, but the Elisha ministry, the younger people, and and by us gathering together in partnership with one another, um, the world is going to see a power that they've never seen before. Would that be accurate, Howard? Amen. I agree. Oh yes. yes. Gab, Gabby, thoughts? Yes, and the yeah, um, uh, the uh, <clears throat> um. Yeah, the younger generation is is uh, very hungry. I I um, I know of groups. Uh, again, I can speak about Israel of younger believers who are starting to get words, prophetic words that they don't necessarily know what to do with them, because um, there is a little bit of a, a disconnect or a little bit of a. Some of the congregations in Israel are not very open to the prophetic yet. Right. So a lot of young generations are getting words, and the you know we the young generation need mentors. I'm going to put me there in that in that category. So we need mentors to help us, and to of course the the, the Holy Spirit is a our, our uh, guide and teaches us, but also you know there are other believers around. So uh, there are there is this starting of a group of people that are coming together that that God is kind of signaling out and and the Yes. Individuals that God is giving some uh, prophetic words, yes. and uh, we are going to to leaders, and there are some of the leaders of the older generation that are actually opening up to that. Yes, to uh, Gabby, I'm going to have to stop you there because yeah. I've only got a few seconds left in this segment. But that's yeah. exactly right, the young and the old together. And my friend, God has plans for you, if, whether you're young or old, giving you prophetic words and how to be in tandem with the other generation, whether the older generation or the younger generation. We'll talk more about this in the last segment when Gabby and Howard and Kaz come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Hello, my friends. Well, Elijah, Elisha, Elijah, Elisha, Elijah, Elisha. You know, Elijah with a J-A-H and Elisha with an S instead. So these two people groups are alive and well in uh, Israel. These two people groups are alive and well in the United States of America and other nations as well. And when I speak of the Elijah uh, group, uh, I'm talking about those who have a power of Holy Spirit directing them in their lives, and they have a level of maturity that the Elisha, the younger generation, does not have yet, but they're going to be depending upon the Elijah group to uh, empower them and help them. Uh, We've got uh, two people joining me on this last segment, uh, Gabriella Ring and Howard 
Rubinow, and Howard has shown his proclivity to hearing the Spirit of God from an Elijah point of view. And I think we'll have fun having him talk a little bit about that and having Gabby come in and give the Elisha point of view. So, Howard, Rubinow, what you got? The Bible says in the book of Revelation, he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. We need to listen to the prophetic word that is being spoken by seasoned prophets. And for those who are called as a prophet, they need to be raised up and mentored by seasoned prophets so that they can hear clearly what the Holy Spirit is saying through their lives, through their voice, through their message. And that's throughout the Bible. It's here today. It's with the fulfillment of the word of God. And today, when you hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, it's clear, it's defined, it has purpose, it has vision, and it has an increase for everyone who has an ear to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. And there are men and women who have this calling. It's part of the five-fold ministry. And they hear. They're very sensitive people. They're very creative. And they hear what the Holy Spirit wants to release to the churches today. As it was in the book of Revelation, it is so today with the fulfillment of the word having to do with the land of Israel, because all truth is parallel. So what God is doing in the land of Israel will parallel in the body of Christ today. And we can see that over the last hundreds of years, whenever the Jewish people returned to the land of Israel, God released a blessing upon the church. We see that in the revival in 1906 in Azusa Street, where... All, the, all kinds of people were coming to the Lord. Well, that was predicated with Jews leaving the, the, the land of the north, Russia. They were able to go home to Israel. You see in the book of Ezekiel, God's name is hallowed when the Jews return. That means people get saved. And it's real for today. And so I believe that in order for the Elishas, the, the younger generation, the those who have that calling, it's known by prophets who have that calling. It's not something you just can be because you want to be it. It's something you're called from your mother's womb is given to your, a person with that calling, just like a pastor, just like an evangelist or an apostle. And those that, are, that have that calling need to be raised up by seasoned prophets. Oh and they are throughout they the are. entire world so that we can, the church can listen and be obedient to mm-hmm. what the Spirit of the Lord is mm-hmm. saying through their lives. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I think, Gabby, <laughs> you're playing the role of the Elisha uh, group of mm-hmm. people, and you have some great insights to share. So lay it on us, Gabby. And as I mentioned it before we began this last segment, don't let me forget to have you give contact information and website details. Gabby. Yes. Yes, so... so uh... I is yeah the Elisha I I I sense like I represent I, I'm part of that one and it's it's God has been calling me and others also to rise up as as prophetic people and um, we have a lot to learn from the Elijah Eliyahu we call it Eliyahu and Elisha so Eliyahu is Elijah from the older generation and um, I mentioned before to you that there was this conference uh, a couple of years ago in Israel in one of the congregations, a a prophetic conference called the Elijah Summit, when the older generation called the younger generation to um, basically invited them and to 
somehow pass the baton to, to the, the other to the younger generation and they said that they are going to be there as fathers and mothers and we talked about the scripture uh, turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers yes so in a way based on that scripture uh, giving the baton and telling them we're here to help you in any way but it was very interesting because the younger generation and i was there again representing the younger generation send a representative telling the old one we cannot do it without you we mm. have to do it together so it was very powerful to see that and that's what i see that is happening in my life and the life of others that god is calling both in israel and yeah oh my my around the world and now would you be so kind as to tie a ribbon around what we've been talking about here you've been talking a little bit about the um the spanish speakers as well and this this truth of the elijah elisha ministries uh, is going on in uh, many different dialects, all the dialects of the world, actually, and in particular in San Diego County, both the both the uh, Spanish speakers, primary Spanish speakers, and the primary English speakers, that's coming together as, as well. Um, any thoughts on that and how to tie that together with our closing statements here? He made us one people with one heart, with one mind. Jew and Gentile alike, mm. uh, whether you speak Spanish, French, German, Russian, whatever language, we're one. God said that he revealed it in John's gospel in 17, uh, chapter 17, that we would all be one. And in order for us to be one, we have to hear what, we're ha- what we have to say and work with each other to bring about a greater uh, vision and purpose and and, and knowing for our society and the communities that we live in. And wow. it takes all of us together to make that happen. Wow. You know, my listening friend, I, I guess it's for, for me to remind you that the name of this broadcast is Come Together San Diego. The whole, <laughs> the whole purpose of this broadcast is to identify the Elisha and the Elijahs and the other people in the body of Christ uh, and have each one have a platform to share their insights. So, the whole purpose of this show is to come together, San Diego, and what Howard just shared was coming together, whether it's Jew and Gentile or the Elisha and Elijahs and all these other things, coming together as one. Um, we've got a few minutes left. I'm going to, Gabby, as my co-host, I'm going to have you uh, tie this all together from your point of view, and if we have time left, you, Howard, and then we will close the show. And don't let me forget to give contact information and website information. Gabby, remember, you're a co-host, so you're obligated to help me do that. <laughs> yes. So, Gabby, yes. go ahead. Yes. yes. So, so um, the, the uh, similar to what Howard was saying, the um, one you men, that's something that God is doing very powerfully between Jew and, and non-Jew. Yes. Do, the one you men together and the older generation and younger generation together. Uh, basically, one body, we're, we're one body in Yeshua, and, and the, all this division, Yeshua already, Jesus took all the division away. And uh, so from everything we were talking about, even the war in Israel and how the believers, the, the non, even non-Jewish believers and, and Jewish believers stand together also supporting what Israel is supporting, uh, the older generation and the younger generation supporting different uh, uh, people who speak different languages, the unity. That's what I am uh, uh, 
summarize all of this as unity. We have to be united with the law of Yeshua in the body of Mashiach yes. and in the body of Christ. Yes, yes. yes. Quick, quick words, Howard, and then Howard, and then I'm going to have uh, Gabby help me with contact and website information. The Lord is amazing. He's our <laughs> Father in heaven. He's got. Uh, it's not just knowing Jesus in your heart and having salvation. That's wonderful. It's it's growing in the deeper things of the Spirit. And as long as we are steadfast and and keeping our eyes focused on Him we'll have peace in our heart. Isaiah 26, 3 says, I will keep him in perfect peace. Mind is stayed upon me because he trusts me. Trust in the Lord, Yah, for in him is everlasting strength. And I believe that has been the scripture that has held me during the war, before the war. It's, it's, it's kept me at peace with him and peace in my heart and peace with other people. Yes. And I believe if we just if we if we take God at His word and apply it in a very simple way, Father, make Your word alive in us. Yes. Show yes. us how to live Your word today. I believe we'll be successful at anything we put our hands, our heart, and our mind to. Yes, yes, yes. Now, Gabby, uh, website information. We've only got about thirty seconds left, so quickly, website information. Yes. So treeoflifeisrael.org. Again. Treeoflife. Yes. Dot- Treeoflife. Treeoflife. Treeoflifeisrael.org. Very, yes. very good. Gabby, thank you so much. Gabby Ring and Howard Rubinow, thank you both for joining me. My listening friend, this is Come Together San Diego. The whole purpose of this show is for us to, guess what? Come Together San Diego. We've done that in this show, and we will do this in future broadcasts as well. See you later. Thanks for joining Cast Hater and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.